What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of the Left Side Lock Hockey Podcast. I'm Paul, and here with me is Trevor. Trevor, what's going on, bro? How are you, man? I'm good, Paulie. Thanks for uh, asking. I hope you're doing well, too. Um, Just hanging out on this uh, Sunday evening after kind of a low-key but kind of eventful uh, weekend. Went over to um, a friend's uh, new house for a housewarming party last night. Um, And uh, my buddy has uh, a golf simulator in his uh, damn garage. So, I mean, so uh, the boy... (laughs) The boys and I played some golf last night. <laughs> that's nice, yeah. I I know the girlfriends and wives weren't too happy about it, but hey, that's I fine. Mean, <laughs> it was a good time, and you uh you said that you went to the golf simulator today too, right? Oh yeah, I went out to the sim today. I mean, it was nice to get swinging again. I mean, I'm glad oh. I got those beginning of the year swings out at the right? simulator because I probably would have uh, killed some people. How was your first swing today? <laughs> My first swing was actually decent. It oh, was really? a lot of oh. the swings after. We buddy, I'm terrible. really glad my buddy had a, a net on the side of the um, of the screen because, yeah, oh, man, I shanked it so bad. Have you ever seen a tin cup with uh, Kevin Costner? Yeah, yeah. You ever, you know the, uh, you know the, um, the scene where, like, he's at the, uh, the invitation or the open and uh, they're at the, um, the uh, range and he uh, shanks the ball right, like, cross everybody? And like hits like their ankles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, literally yeah. what my first shot would have been yeah, uh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it was it wasn't pretty, but after I caught a couple in, I finally started dialing in. But I mean, like these guys that I was playing with, all pretty much scratch golfers, so they were like legit, like dusting it. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, they're hitting their like eight iron, like a hundred and like. Almost 200 yards. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, what is going on right now? I was like, must be nice to be good. But <laughs> but also, they're playing golf every single day because they got the golf simulators. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, my buddy just bought uh, an Opti shot too. So oh, yeah. we were there uh, there today, and he's like, I shanked the one ball so bad. And he just looks at me and goes, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to let you play in the garage. I'm like, just get some foam balls for me, buddy. You'll be all right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I no. said, glad to, get, glad to get those swings out now, but it's getting me excited for golf season. Until I looked out the window yesterday and it was snowing. Oh, my God. I know, dude. I went to uh, I went to Megan's cousin's hockey game this afternoon, and we went out, like, it was just snowing and, like, out in the country, right? Like, it's all blowing the whole time. So, like, man, it was, like, bone chilling today. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh, okay. Man, man, the smells of being back at, like, a local hockey arena. Oh, oh yeah, nothing like it, eh? Man, awesome. Nothing like the smell of a rink. It's the best. Yeah. It is the best. Oh, and then uh, speaking of uh, how cold it was and uh, how snowy it was, the uh, Canada men's soccer team was had their game today in the uh, in that um weather so and then they just clinched uh um sorry they clinched their first world cup um qualification since 1986 world cup with a four nothing win over jamaica today so that's some canadian history for you yeah it was good i I watched that game a bit today it was uh it was nice to see him come out and i get the win in front of the in front of the home uh, home fans 
So now yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to see him in uh, in the World Cup. So it's good. Yeah, it's awesome to see that they were the. Uh, I believe they were the first, technically the first team from Concacaf to qualify. I I'm. But I'm sure they they're close. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I'm thinking they're. I think they're. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens anyway. And I mean, uh, hey, all I know is that. Uh, all you know is what? Oh, I was gonna say all I know is that Canada's at top of the table right now. Yeah, they are, buddy. Yeah, they are. It's all that matters. Yeah, it's nice, man. Have Canada go to the World Cup, get to watch them, so it'll be good. And then uh, we had uh, the Dell Technologies uh, match play and uh, golf this weekend. Corey Connors, some more Canadian representation. Was in the uh, consolation matchup against Dustin Johnston today. Yeah, good listable boy. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, he took an L, but I mean, he was playing against former world number one DJ. So, but it was good for, to to see him get there in the match play tournament. Yeah, and uh, did Scotty Shuffler end up Shuff or Sh yeah Shuffler? Did he end up winning? Yep, he uh, ended up winning, and he is uh, now sitting at uh, world number one. I wish I would have put some money on that one. Yeah, no doubt, but so for uh for all any of the listeners that didn't know, the uh Scramble Squad uh podcast did a um kind of a Shape by Sports invited all the Shape by Sports members uh to do a bracket for the Dell um Dell match play tournament and uh I ended up having Scotty Scheffler winning the whole thing in my bracket. Yeah, you did. Of course, I didn't put any money on it because I didn't think. What are the, I was like, what are the chances, right? Like, and I yeah. we did it right from like before it even started. Like, I had, I believe I had, um, I had Shuffler winning the thing, and I had Dustin Johnson in. Um, I believe I had DJ winning third place as well. Okay, yeah, 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 Latida. But, anyways, like. Yeah, the fact that I Shuffler ended up winning the whole damn thing, I kind I really wish I would have put some money because the profit would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like that stuff's so hard to uh, predict. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it is, man. You just kind of got to see who's playing well. Look up on the history of the golf courses. Yeah, but I mean, if you want some uh, some good some good betting advice when it comes to golfing, the buys over at Scramble Squad seem pretty dialed in. So. Go uh, be sure be sure to listen to them if you haven't yet. Darren gave me some golf tips last weekend that I got to try out today, and they seem to be working when I was hitting the ball properly anyway. So uh, thanks for oh, that, that's Darren. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I mean, yeah, I'm still a long ways away. But... Up. Hey, not, uh, what's it called? I just looked up all the gar Golf North uh, on the site, and it said um, – not this Friday, but the next Friday on April 8th is when the courses are opening. Oh. Yeah, I got real excited when I saw that. Yeah, let's go. I don't care how cold it is. I'll bundle up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going down. I got it. I'm going down to uh, Thundering Waters. I Thundering Waters, I believe it's called, in Niagara on the 30th of April for my buddy's baseball team's golf tournament. So that'll be fun. Oh, cool. That's, yeah, that'll be a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't played that course, so. What is he, uh, like a slow pitch team? Yeah, he plays uh, SPO, I think. Yeah, yeah. Plays yeah, it was called uh, 
bad company. We've all we've been talking about doing that maybe this year. Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, they were in C, I think, last year. And then, like, they just destroyed it. They're playing in B this year. Yeah, they're too good for us. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah they're unreal. They just got sponsored this year by Pure, I think it's called. Pure, okay. Pure baseball bats. Yeah, nice. Talk to me when, uh, tell them to talk to me when they get sponsored by uh, Steak Shop. That's our, <laughs> that's our sponsor. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. They're probably way better than us, but you know what? Stay, hey, I can give uh, Steak Shop a, a good shout out because they have, uh, they have sponsored at least my slow pitch team before. So we'll give them a, we'll give them a quick shout out on the podcast. I get, go to Stag Shop for all you need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's a talking piece, that's for sure. Because we have their logo right on our jerseys. Oh, I know you do. Oh, I know yeah. you do. <laughs> it's great, dude. It's uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Dude, yeah. did you see this uh, Antonio Strange's kid from London? Yeah, man, I watched the highlight. I watched the video of it, man. He did it again. Yeah. Another end-to-end goal? Like, what? Yeah. Like, man, I knew he was good. And uh, actually, um, guest of our show, uh, Jason Wilms, that was one of the guys that he talked about when uh, he was uh, an overager in London. He said, like, what he he mentioned three young guys that were on his team then, and Antonio Stranges was one of those guys. Yeah. So, I mean, so, like, the fact that Wilms, he knew how good he was going to be two years ago, just goes to show like how good this guy actually is. Yeah, lighten it up. I mean, two absolute highlight real goals. So I mean, yeah, it's good to good to see. Thought we'd touch on her anyways, but I guess we could uh, get into some NHL talk now, eh? Yeah, um, I guess we can start right into the uh, NHL hot teams with uh, in the West. We got the uh, Minnesota Wild, who are. Um, Seven, two, and one in their last ten. They're on a five-game winning streak right now. They're now they're up to uh, f- second place in the uh, Central, and um, they're three points up on a slumping Blues team, and they have a game in hand against the Blues. Yeah, like uh, right now at uh, eight twenty Sunday night, they're playing against the Colorado Avalanche, and they are tied one-one with about ten minutes to go in the third period. So. I mean, they're uh, they're playing very well right now. Had a nice big overtime uh, win last night. So uh, I mean, they're they've been pretty hot and pretty cold in the month in uh, 2022. I mean, they're absolutely on fire in January. A little cold in February, but seem to uh, turn it up again here now in uh, March. So I mean, it, yeah. that's kind of the time you want to get hot again. This is exactly the time that they want to get hot now, because I mean. They got about uh, twenty. Like right now, they have nineteen games left in the season, so I mean, like they definitely have a shot. They could potentially catch Colorado. Like they're only fifteen points behind them, but I mean, you'd have to <laughs> you'd have to win majority of those nineteen games. That's it, eh? For sure. Like you got to be real hot. Like they got they basically got to go on a nineteen game winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are know, only fifteen points behind them. That's it. That's actually crazy how far ahead Colorado is. Yeah, I mean, it's unreal. But then that, I mean, goes to show with our other hot team right now, just the uh, Florida Panthers. 
who are second overall in the NHL, who are only one point behind them. I mean, they got no, three straight wins. No, they're th- uh, right now they're three points behind them. Three uh, points. Florida. Five. Yeah, Florida has 94 points. Yeah, three points, sorry. And uh, yeah, there's six points up on Tampa Bay, in the in the Atlantic. But I mean, that whole Atlantic division's just gone absolutely absurd. I mean, Boston's oh, been on absolute fire. Tampa Bay's been a little slumpy lately, and as has the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I mean, like, it's just been absolutely crazy. Like I look today, and aren't the Toronto Maple Leafs in a wild card spot, bro? Oh uh, yeah, right now they're um, they would be in this first wild card spot. So they would be playing uh, Carolina if the playoffs started today. And, like, to be honest, I think that's probably the most favorable matchup for the Leafs. Yeah, well, you don't want to be playing Florida. You don't Mm want to play Tampa, and you don't want to play Boston. Well, I think the best chance for the Leafs to get out of the playoffs is to sit in the first wildcard spot and play Carolina. at least least to get into the second round. Unless, uh, Unless... my prediction of Pittsburgh pulls through, and I don't think they got a chance against Pittsburgh. But yeah, honestly, I don't think they have. I don't know if they have a shot against Carolina, Pittsburgh, or the Rangers. Like, like the teams are just so strong this year in the East. Yeah, so, and I mean, like they all just to, they mean, all the, just got kind of stronger. Yeah, then the Leafs picked up Giordano. So I mean, like, yes, he's a great veteran piece in that back end, but I mean. The fact that you just lost to Montreal last night. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I let it like I was thinking of like lining it up and I'm like I'm like, I gotta rep the Maple Leaf fans so much right now. The fact that Montreal beat them. Uh you know what? Hold on, hold on. As we're speaking of the Toronto Maple Leafs, there's just something I wanna talk touch on. And that's this collaboration reversible oh we haven't jersey. talked about that yet eh? no we haven't and like this maple leaf talk has got me thinking about it like dude i love the black and the blue however if people remember the uh san jose sharks black and teal jerseys it's basically like it basically san jose said hey take uh use this as take the um here's my homework Copy it, but make it look like it was your own. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I think it's it's too dark. It's too dark. Like, I like the idea. I think it looks cool. But, like, I think it's too dark for, like, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then yeah. you flip the jersey over. Oh, I don't like that, man. And it's you ugly. got this Super Mario star looking thing in the center of the jersey. And never mind the fact that it's... Your rivals, Boston Bruin team colors. Well, they wanted they did a collab with Justin Bieber, right? So, like, I believe it's called Drew House. Yeah, Correct I don't care. I so, don't I mean, care. Like, it makes sense, but like, yeah, no, like you said, it's literally the Boston Bruins colors when you flip it over. Yeah, At, like, is it not like I was talking to Jacob there, and he was like, "It." I just feel like it's a bad omen, and like, honestly, the traditional hockey fan in me. Says, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is not one, like, old school hockey fan that would ever, in their right mind, support having the bigger rival team's jersey or colors on their jersey in any aspect. No, you're not wrong. Like, it's true. Like, could you ever see, uh, like, Montreal having, like, a Toronto Maple Leaf on their jersey? 
Well, no, or like even just having like just straight red or white and blue like that, those colors, or like a Mon- or Montreal had Boston colors on the inside. Oh, like, I would not want not Montreal either. to collaborate with Drew House. <laughs> like, no, no, change the colors up, dude. Like, oh my I feel like god, they, they could have done something better. Like, they literally could have used his, they you they literally could have done his logo in blue. Yeah, I I agree. And been able to wear it on the front of the jersey. Yeah, and it would have looked good. I, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. And like, you flip it inside out and you got all the stitching and stuff. Like, they can't even wear it. So now you just no, gotta, I... now you just gotta come with down to the fact that you got Boston Bruin colors on the inside of your jersey. Yeah, hey, you're not wrong, dude. Like, it's, it like, it looks cool and everything. But yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Where, like, you can't be having the uh, your one of your big rivals' colors on your jerseys. Like, that's just not. I mean, I feel like it, it works out well for the fans, cause like, when the Leafs take another first round exit to the Boston Bruins, <laughs> they can just they flip can... their jersey inside out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> flip it right inside out, buddy. And here we go. They're on the Bruins bandwagon. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, buddy, that's hilarious. <laughs> Man, I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so good. So yeah. good. All right. <laughs> okay. So, so we're going to keep moving on. To, Rant uh, about those stupid jerseys is over. Oh, man, yeah. They're, <laughs> like, I don't mind them, but, yeah, no, it's just, I get what you're saying. Like, oh, but, uh, So, yeah, so we're going to move on to NHL cold teams. Um. So this team, which, uh, like we said, uh, they're three points behind the uh, Minnesota Wild. So we're talking about the St. Louis Blues. They're three, four, and three in their last ten. They have two straight losses. They are now uh, third in the Central and uh, only one point up on the Predators and four on Dallas. So I mean, like that Central division is very tight right now. Oh, and like Winnipeg, Winnipeg's not even that far behind right now. No, not at all. So, like like we said, there's about, say, well, Winnipeg's played 66 games already. Holy cow. Yeah, well, a lot of teams but, in the East have played 66, too. Like, Washington's played oh, 67. Right. Maybe that just one team I was looking at had 62. LA's played 67. Okay, maybe I'm just losing it. Yeah, that's typical, though. Yeah. but yeah so so yeah so like most of those teams have about 15 games give or take left and i mean like um yeah the fact that between minnesota and winnipeg there's only 10 points between those those uh five teams yeah so i mean like they definitely everybody's got to pick up their socks and just keep grinding out because if you lose a couple games like st louis just did they're going to be all of a sudden on the outside looking in. Yeah, and like that wild card race over on the western side is ab- is really tight right now. Like there's four points separate bet- there's four points between the last wild card spot and the three teams chasing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Vegas has that last wild card spot right now, but I mean like Dallas is there, Vancouver is there, Winnipeg. Um, Winnipeg is there. San Jose would have to string a lot of games in a row, but I mean, yeah. they could potentially, 
they're only 10 points out. And then Anaheim's the same situation, right? Like, they'd have to keep firing on all cylinders. But they're on a four-game losing streak. Anaheim is. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if you keep slumping games like that, you're definitely going to be uh, waving goodbye to your playoff hopes. Oh, at this point of the season, for sure, man. Like, we're after the yeah. trade deadline now, so... Uh, like you can't, you really cannot be. I uh, can't be at it. And I mean, when we pop over to the uh, slumping teams on the uh, eastern side, like there's some pretty slim pickings over there right now to go after specific teams. So like, the main one that I could really, we could really go to right now was the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. They have a four, six, and zero record in their last ten games. Now, mind you, they won twice last week, but I mean. As Trevor was just saying, like with how tight everything is, and what at this point of the season, like you can't be losing games. Yeah, it's true, man. Like, yeah, they're on a two-game winning streak, but I mean, um, but if they're on a tough stretch, like they're gonna, uh, especially if they're playing guys in their teams in their division or even their conference, though every team is trying to pick up those two points every time they play against them, right? So. And the fact that they're uh, two-time defending Stanley Cup champions has an even bigger target on their backs because people want to be the team to beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, it just makes me super excited for this week in the NHL. So, Yeah, man, and speaking of this week in the NHL, like, uh, well, I guess technically going back to last week, we uh, we did a little bit of a trade deadline um, segment last Sunday, but I mean, the trade deadline was Monday. There was 33 total trades on deadline day, the most in uh, history. Like there was some big trade. Well, it wasn't like crazy big, but there was a lot. I would definitely a lot of movement, right? And like, I wouldn't say there was like no name guys. Like a lot of big name guys did get moved. Oh, for sure they did. I mean, and I think you saw about 90% of teams making the playoffs right now really really start gearing up i mean i was on midnight shift and i woke up and i'm wow like just trying to keep up with it all. oh my phone was going off like i have the tsn app on my phone and notifications were coming up left right and center on my phone just all the time i'm like what is going on yeah but the one thing i hate hate about hated about the trade deadline this year was the notifications where they didn't give you the full trade right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Mark Giordano trade. It was like, all of a sudden, it was like, right away, it was like, Mark Giordano has been traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs. But then it's like, who who's, who do you trade it for? Like, who are we sending, who are they sending away? Is anybody coming back with them? Yeah. Like, announce the full trade. Like, I hate this spec, like, this, like, uh, kind of like premature notification thing. Yeah. Where it's like, this guy's been traded, but we're not going to tell you who the uh, uh, picks and players are in return. No, yeah, exactly. So, Yeah. So, like, last week, we, we listed off all the trades that had happened. Um, We're not going to do that this week because I feel like you guys don't want to listen to us list trades off for 20 minutes. So, <laughs> like... Like we said, there was 33 deals. A lot of a lot of people got moved, but we're just kind of gonna touch on maybe. I think we got four that uh, were probably the four of the bigger ones. So uh, 
the first one we got uh, Minnesota Wild acquire Mark Andre Fleury from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for a conditional first round pick in the 2022 draft. Colorado, oh, Colorado <laughs> Avalanche acquired forward Arturi Lekkinen from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for defenseman Justin Barron and a second round pick in the 2024 NHL draft. Pittsburgh Penguins acquire forward Ricard Raquel from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for forward Zach Ashton Reese and Dominique Simon or Simon. The rights to goaltender Cal Clagg and a second round pick in the 2022 draft. Carolina Hurricanes acquire forward Max Domi and defenseman prospect Tyler Inamoto from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for defenseman prospect Aiden Hareschuk and Florida Panthers receive forward prospect Igor Korzakov and a sixth round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. So that's a pretty solid pickup by the Hurricanes for a playoff push with Max Domi. So it's and Max Domi's a good player if he's going, right? Like, yeah, unfortunately, he, ha- he hasn't really been, he hasn't really shown his full potential, I don't think. Like, for me, for me, like, Carolina was one of the losers at this year's deadline. Really? Like, I just, I don't think they were able to add enough based on what the teams around them were adding. Like Domi's, in my opinion, is a bottom six guy right now. Yeah, well, for no, he definitely is. Like he's he's a solid, like I think third line uh, forward for sure. He's not a top. He's not a top six guy. And I think sure. like just when you look at the other teams that are like in that division or like even in the Atlantic division, I think they were just able to use the deadline in their to their. Be- to their advantage a little bit more and Carolina should have been should have done more based on what the other teams were doing around the league or like especially in their division. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, they picked up a couple pieces but like nothing like you said nothing crazy. They didn't really make a big splash like Florida did with bringing in Giroux. Um honestly, Minnesota Wild just secured a solid goaltending duo with uh Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, absolutely insane. I mean, it kind of hurts me fantasy hockey wise, but whatever. Yeah, but like it's good. It's good hockey to watch. And I mean, like Minnesota is one of those teams. They've always in the last say twenty years, they've been those that team where they've been great in the regular season. They're usually make it to the second round of the playoffs, but then they just don't have a spark to get them anywhere farther. So yeah. I mean, like now they got a solid goaltending duo. They picked up some good. Uh, Good, uh, what's it called, pieces on the front and back end. So, I mean, like, right now they're a great overall team. And, like, like we mentioned before, they're on a five-game winning streak. So, I mean, this is definitely picking up um, a solid veteran in the crease. Yeah, I mean, he was able to get a dub last night in his uh, in his debut for the Minnesota Wild. So, congrats to the, uh, to the flower. And, like, another big winner of this year's deadline, I think, for sure, was the uh, Colorado Avalanche. I mean, they were able to snag Arturi Lekkinen, who's going to be playing second or third line minutes for you. Josh Manson on the point and able to add Andrew Cogliano as well. So, I mean, that team who's already surging was just kind of able to get stronger at the deadline. So, I think it's just it's going to make them even more fun to watch come playoff time. Yeah, and I mean, like, 
Um, it's sad to see Lekkonen go from uh, Montreal. He was the best he, player this he, year. On for, absolutely, and I mean, like he was a heart and soul guy on that team, right? And I mean, but like we got a good exchange for him, like second round pick in twenty twenty four. Um, Justin Barron is a great young defenseman. Yep. So I mean, like playing him with some of the good young pieces that we just picked up with, like we have Ken Gooley, um, Romanov. Like we have a great young defense core no, that I, in two or three years is going to look stellar. I think uh, I think Montreal yeah. were definitely uh, winners in this year's deadline for being uh, for being sellers. I mean, oh, yeah. they were sure. look how patient they were with uh, Ben Sherratt. Like nobody yeah. thought that Montreal or Mon- yeah Montreal was getting a first rounder in exchange for him, but they got a first no. rounder and then some. And I mean, like you said, they were able to move our Terry Lekkinen. I mean, didn't maybe maybe didn't want to see him go, but I mean, like you said, it was a great return. Yeah. So I mean, did a great job in Montreal f- for being sellers. So yep. Well, and uh, another good piece that Colorado picked up too was defenseman Josh Manson. Yeah. And uh, like he's he's a solid top four guy. So I mean, like yeah, they traded away Baron away and Byram's hurt right now, but I mean Josh Manson is like definitely a big piece to add uh, into that back end. And Andrew Cogliano is a very great veteran to bring in. And I mean, like he's been, I feel like he's been around the league forever now. Yeah, I think so. So, (laughs) I mean, he would pretty much have the Ironman streak if it wasn't for that uh, suspension that he had. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Oh, he's had a, he's had a good good easily That suspension could have easily been a fine too. Oh, without a doubt, man. I agree 100%. And then I like, guess the NHL is not as fun, not as uh, willing to help out as uh, what uh, Arizona did for Phil Kessel, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, bro. What happened? The Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, yeah. Dude, I saw that. The first team in the salary cap era to score 11 goals in a hockey game. I saw that. Who'd they beat today? 11-2. The Detroit Red Wings. Like, 11 goals, bruh. You know what's even more wild? Is I'm very glad I didn't pick him up today. Was I was going to pick up Alex uh, Nedeljevic. Yeah, probably a good thing you didn't. He let in seven goals tonight. (laughs) I'm really glad. Like I, I picked up Montembeau. Yeah, yeah. For from Montreal, they're down two nothing right now. So hopefully they can have a better third. <laughs> but I mean, my boys are playing well right now. They just picked me up a couple assists and some power play points. So let's keep the balls rolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One last, <laughs> one last winner I wanted to touch on from the uh, deadline this year was the uh, Anaheim Ducks. I mean, they were also uh, also selling, but they did a great job. They were able to uh, add seven draft picks, with six of them either being first or second rounders, and a handful of and were able to add a handful of prospects to an already deep prospect pool. So, great uh, great job by the Ducks there as well. Do you think? Um, here's just a hypothetical. Do you think uh, Anaheim trades John Gibson for like a crap ton of picks in the off season? Give him a chance to go 
play on, say, a contending team? I think if I, mean, I think if they trade them, they would want like a for sure prospect. Well, they would need they would need a top probably a top ten goalie prospect, and probably a two first rounds. Now, could you see him going to Edmonton in the off season? Oh my god, dude! I mean, if he goes to the off Edmonton in the off season, they're Stanley Cup favorites. Like, I like. Like, like, I don't care okay, what so says. so John Gibson goes to Edmonton in the off season, right? Like they move Stuart Skinner, right? Like it yeah, sucks, it would, but it would they have would, to be but it would have to be, and like, like like you said, a couple first rounders. What do you think? But like Edmonton's immediately a playoff contender, like like Stanley Cup favorites. Like, I think, yeah, I think that's a move that's great in the interest of the Edmonton Oilers. Like, honestly, straight up, like, if they picked, if they got John Gibson, because Gibson's only turning 29 this year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's in his prime years. They honestly, like, they have a solid back end now. They have a, like, they have a pretty okay, like, forward group. Now they have, uh, bringing in, if they brought in John Gibson. Like, he's a stellar goalie that, like, could easily lead them to a deep playoff run. So, I mean, like, yeah, I think personally they're Stanley Cup contenders if they picked him up in the offseason. Yeah, I think that would be a fantastic deal. Wow, that's almost genius. Yeah, man, just hire me up, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sometimes I get get uh, spritz of... yeah, I can't even talk. See, like, why would they hire me? Yeah. Spritz of genius. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Holy cow. Oh, Have another. No. I mean, like, speaking <laughs> of that, like, Edmonton, like, losers at the deadline because they weren't able yep. to address their goaltending situation. Now, if they were to do something, like, at John Gibson in the offseason, they would become winners of the offseason. <laughs> oh, easily. In a heartbeat. And, I mean, like, yeah, they picked up Brett Kulak. And, I mean, Kulak played okay for Montreal, but I mean, he's not like a top two guy by any means. Like no, he just fills out your, he fills out your top six. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but like other than that, like, yeah, like you said, they didn't do any, they didn't um, focus on their goaltending. They didn't address their goaltending. And I mean, like you can't know, like Skinner is a good young prospect coming up. Koskinen and Smith, they play okay at times, but then they're, kind of like invisible at other times so i mean like so yeah now edmonton has to rely on those three guys to try and make a make the playoffs and make a deep playoff run yeah so i don't know we'll see we'll see what they do anyway but yeah i don't know we'll see talking about uh deep playoff runs um our uh our special guest uh interview today was uh, is in the middle of doing a deep playoff run right now. Yeah, Connor Hall, Halsey. <laughs> what a beauty. Yeah, he decided he was gonna hop on. I mean, take the time out of his current busy schedule in the middle of a big playoff run with national championship starting up here next week. But I mean, yeah, he came out, gave us some good insights, some cool stories, and uh, yeah, it was it was good shit. Yeah, so without further and further ugh, why can't I speak today? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. 
Let's try that again. <laughs> Holy cow is that. <laughs> oh, okay. So without further ado, here's our interview with Connor Hall. And we're here with Connor Hall. Connor Hall is the alumni of the Kitchener Rangers. Uh, draft pick of the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins and is currently playing for the University of New Brunswick. Connor, how are you, man? Thanks for coming on. Good. Uh, yeah, happy to come on and uh, yeah, talk about my experiences. Yeah, I guess uh, you're the second one out of the uh, UNB uh, Ontario house, eh? That we've had so far. Yeah, yeah. Wilmer's, uh, he's actually in the room just right beside me right now. We're living oh. together, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty funny, but yeah, you know, he's a, he's a good guy and a great teammate. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, you, uh, yeah, you grew up playing uh, with Cambridge Minor Hockey. Did you go all the way up from Tyke or whatever it starts at? Yeah, yeah, basically just grew up, uh, started off in air, eventually okay. moved on to, to Cambridge when I got a little older, and then, uh, yeah, just played Cambridge growing up all the way and then eventually went to uh, Elmira my first year uh, for junior B. Yeah, I was going to say, because um, some guys that we were talking to said that you lived in Deerich, so I was, so, I was like, why didn't you play for Kitchener? But, yeah, so, my, guys, so my parents, they, they my parents split. Year. Yeah, oh, so okay. me, me and uh, Magwood on our team actually uh, – both our parents split and we had our dads both lived in Kitchener so we tested it out but we had to they wanted us to change uh change high schools and stuff and go through the whole process so we just oh, okay. decided to stay and just grind it out for a year it wasn't really going to make a big difference in the long run yeah because uh when we had uh J Wilmsy on he uh he made sure to uh, let everybody know that he beat uh, him in the. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. The young guys. The young guys. The Toyota Cup, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fun game. Well, we got waxed, but that was fun to <laughs> fun so to be a guys, part of. So if you guys would have won, you would have ended up going to Japan, then, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just that came down to one game, one game at the at the odd. And uh, it was actually funny because Waterloo was always better than both our teams, and somehow that year was us two beat Waterloo, yeah. and and we ended up playing Kitchener. But yeah, we we got work. Well, that, the yeah, young guys, Wilmsy and and Laner, really took over in that one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because yeah, that Waterloo team was yeah, pretty we... stacked for that age group. Oh yeah, stacked. Like they had a massive decor. Like, not to mention, like, forwards, like, had some, had a lot of skill. And, yeah, like, Boris, Chase Campbell, Brennan Schneider, yeah. Stanley. Yeah, they yeah. were loaded. They were loaded. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, when you got, uh, do you have a good idea if that you were uh, going to get drafted to the OHL and that, like, early? Because third round's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's, like... Going going through both drafts now, like you, it's hard to determine where you're gonna go. You never really know. Mm -hmm. Um, like you have a gut feeling, but you also like anything can happen. Like, yeah. Like at some points, like I was told by either coaches or people I know who had some say, like, oh, you you'll you'll be gone at this pick, or you know, they're saying they're probably gonna take you at this pick, but yeah. You never know who gets drafted, so there's always other guys that they may want that 
that they just pop up and no one takes. So got lucky and got drafted to two pretty sweet organizations. So that <laughs> yeah, that uh, that that worked out pretty good. But yeah, you you never know. It could it could go the other way too, and you you know don't get drafted somewhere that's ideal spot for you. Yeah. No, well, I mean, yeah. Like, oh, go ahead, Polly. I was just gonna ask if, like, the OHL was your path, or have you ever had any ideas of going to like NCAA or anything like that? I, I, I thought about it at at the age like fifteen, like in minor midget year, like the thought crossed, but it also always depended on which team drafted me. I thought. Yeah. Okay. And like, I never wanted to make a decision before like the draft. Yeah. And right after the draft it wasn't like like for my age group at least it, the guys weren't signing right off the bat other than like first round picks so they would wait and kind of see if like guys were good at camp and like hey should we sign this guy yet like feel it out and yeah i've actually heard about that like I, it was like, it was more of like a that? yeah like it was like more of like a battle like it was like you need to like earn this kind of thing yeah. Like, we're not just going to give it to you. Like, you need to earn it. So that, that also raised it when, like, if NCAA schools talk to you or anything, it's like, okay, you can kind of play this card. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a... Your advantage, kind of. Exactly. Like, yeah, like a new negotiating I, piece. Oh, exactly. And, like, even my first weekend in uh, Junior B, we had a weekend in, uh, like, a little showcase in Vermont where, like, a bunch of schools came or whatever. And after the, my first game, I fought my first game, and I right after the game got offered a full ride to <laughs> RIT, and I was like, it was so confusing because I was like, school's <laughs> never on the radar. Yeah. And then, yeah, but I always knew the second I was drafted by Kitchener, that was the route I was taking. Yeah. Growing yeah. up and going to going to the odd and stuff, it's just it's it's, it's totally different. It's the dream. Like it's for some people that was that's the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, growing up here. Exactly. Like some people dream of just playing on that ice in front of seven thousand. So. Yeah. Friday night. Yeah, and everybody. oh, like it was a dream come true for me. So uh, I remember uh, watching you play in Kitchener all those years, and uh, I remember like yeah, you were always a decent fighter. Um, I got told to ask you about your first uh, fight in uh, minor hockey against. Um, I'm assuming one of your good friends now, uh, Will Shaver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, you bring that up, but actually, it wasn't yeah, him that, that was it wasn't him that said it. Oh, okay. Because yeah, idiots. It was, it, was of, it was one of it was one of your old teammates. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean that you know that solidified their win against us when I took him out. So we made our our chances way more slim than theirs. It's okay. Shaves is one of their fourth liners I took out, so. <laughs> that was classic. Dumb off my part. Yeah, oh exactly. My you did your job for the night. Yeah, whatever. I was done with it. Yeah. So, uh, when you, yeah. so when you got to junior, did you know you were going to be fighting pretty good or a good amount? Or? I... I just had this, like, coming in this my 16-year-old year, like, in Junior B, like, I just had this, like, edge to me where I, like, I wanted to do it. Like, I yeah, wanted yeah. to, like, do that to, like, I wanted to, like, earn guys' respect and I wanted to, like, be that guy for the team. And, like, 
I just like made that my like role like I really like loved like the PK I really loved being like mm -hmm. in guys faces like I just embraced that and and that's what kind of got me through the OHL and got me like to where I am no that's good yeah because uh yeah I'm looking at your stats in junior B for the like 111 penalty minutes in 37 games is pretty impressive yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, I think I had, like, eight or nine fights. Like, I, I don't know. I was just, like... Yeah. Uh, I was just... At that age, I just wanted to, yeah, just go everyone. I was just nuts. I, I don't know why, but... Yeah. Um, how was it playing in the small town of uh, the big old town of Elmira? Cause I know oh, it was unreal. Out there. Oh, it's unreal. Especially, like, we had a winning team. Yeah. We won the cherry that year, so we had, like, a really good team. And we were really tough. Like we had a very tough, big team. Like no one, no one really messed with us. So it was it yeah, was yeah. really fun to be a part of. But like, anytime you got a small town, when you like go for something and you're like you have a good team, they just rally around you so good. And like all our fans were just like like we were packing the bar in every game. They were having like pep rallies and all this stuff. Yeah. Like it was so fun. Like. <laughs> Oh, it was, it was hilarious. That's sweet, though. Like, yeah, because it's almost like they're part of, like, the team, too, right? Like, it's just, like... Oh, yeah. Like, we had a full thing, booster uh, club that would, like, make us dinner after every game. Like, no way. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> like, sweet. oh, like, we'd go in and they'd have, like, pulled pork sandwiches for all of us and mac and cheese and, like, whatever. Like, we'd just go in and yeah. eat together, hang with some fans and, like, eat as a team, yeah. see our families like did, yeah i was gonna say did you bill it out there in elmira or did you drive no no yeah so like i was 16 so i had to go to the rangers uh like school at the time mm -hmm. since oh, okay. i was drafted there so like i ended up going to school with all the rangers picks oh, okay cool yeah was that um, or was that still eastwood uh no so we went eastwood for my grade 11 and then we we went in and talked and said we wanted to change over to Grand River because we just I, I couldn't do it anymore. I remember when that happened because, uh, well, because, like, my brother's, like, Craig, right? So, like, he knows, yeah. like, all you guys. And, like, oh, he's, yeah. like, I remember when he told me, he's like, yeah, all the guys, they're switching over to Grand River now. Yeah, that was a tough year, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a shit show. <laughs> no, that's good. But... Yeah, and then the next year you uh, – you stepped up with uh, the big club of yeah the Kitchener Rangers, and then you also played on yeah. the U uh, eighteen World uh, World Championship. Yeah, that year was that year was a roller coaster. That was because first my first uh, exhibition game, I got a ten game suspension. <laughs> Welcome to the league. <laughs> yeah, so that year, like I want to make an impression right off the bat to try and make the team. Yeah. So I jump in and I take a ten game suspension on Ben Jones, who was like first, like it was his first game in the league. Yeah, he's another. Uh, he's another Waterloo. Yeah, he was a Waterloo guy. kid, and and uh, yeah, first round pick in Niagara. <laughs> it was his first <laughs> game, so like I literally just blew him up at center ice, and he didn't have the puck, and yeah, then I had to yeah. sit for ten games. That sucked, and then after that, I actually had a conditioning stint as they call it and went yeah. back and played two junior B games. Yeah. Came back up, played probably for two weeks and then 
fought Jacob Friend and broke my jaw. <laughs> and then I sat sat for another two months. And then, yeah, came back. I was like the 8th D in January and then somehow worked my way up to top pair that year. Crazy. No, that's <laughs> that's awesome. crazy. Good for yeah. you, though, for with the determination to come back from like the oh, like it was, year and work up, work like, yourself up. Yeah, like, and it got to the point where like I was like pumped to get in the lineup. Like, I was like, <laughs> let's go. Like, I just got into the lineup. Like, at that point in the year, it was like I just needed to play. Like, I was excited to play, like, just to be yeah. a part of the team. Yeah. And then once I got in, I just kind of rode with it. They gave me a little bit more opportunity. And then. You know, before you know it, I was like second D pair playing a little bit more. And they're like, okay, let's try them up there. Yeah. And then I just kind of ran with it. And it ended up working out, you know, really good. And that was my biggest year, like playing against Marner and those guys. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were on the ice every time they stepped on the ice. So that was pretty special. Well, I remember watching those guys play against you guys. And like they would, between him and like Dvorak and, um, I believe uh, Matt Kachuk, Kachuk. Was there too, right? Yeah, those that's guys crazy. out there were flying. Like oh. it was like almost like and, men against boys. And they like, would. I'm not saying it you was, were, but like. Yeah, but like I was like, like you said, like I played junior B games that year. Like these guys were top five NHL picks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was a big jump for me. Like I handled it well, but it was still a major jump. But those guys, they would go out for. They'd be on the ice for a minute. They'd float around. And then they'd stay out for another minute. So they'd have a yeah. two-minute shift. And, like, <laughs> I'd be looking at my D partner, like, dude, what is, like, I can't stay out here. Like, yeah, they're not, they're not. Seconds of out. <laughs> yeah, like, they're not getting off the ice. Like, we're, like, changing. And then, like, our D pairs, like, goes out. And then, like, we're, like, waving them to come back so we can go back on the ice. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, our coach is like, yeah, come off, come off, they're staying. Like, it's like, Jesus, like, these guys need to get off. Like, they were just animals. Well, they won 17 games straight in the, to win the Mount Cup. Like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, I, yeah, they were wagging that year. They only lost two games in the first round. That's it. And then they swept the rest of the way. That's yeah. actually insane. Like, that's yeah, insane. Were, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh my god, what a run. Like, and even like first round, we were like, oh, like Owen Sound had a pretty good team too, so it could have gone. Mm-hmm. Not even that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, crazy. You, yeah, you obviously had a good summer because you got picked to the uh, U18 World Championship team. And I mean, like, yeah. that team was stat. Like, I'm just looking at the roster, and like, it's pretty much all, pretty much all NHLers are like just making their way to the age yeah like every every guy on that team signed an entry-level contract except for me yeah yeah really (laughs) yeah (laughs) were you you actually the only guy yeah oh no way we'll give it you you got drafted though because there was a reason you got drafted so i mean yeah like you got drafted in the third round of the nhl draft so i mean like that's yeah it just came down to injuries and stuff i was gonna and say that yeah how your shoulder injury was pretty uh pretty brutal, yeah i had four right? shoulder surgeries so oh that my you know each shoulder surgery was six to eight months recovery so that kind of yeah. if you look at the ohl numbers like only playing 110 games is yeah it's not really a good investment for an nhl team and i understood that but it was tough at the time because 
you know, I, I, I thought I was a good player or, or, or a really good player in the OHL. I thought I could play against any guys, but yeah, it's that's just part of the game. It's it, it wasn't a good investment for them at the time. can't invest in someone who's getting injured all the time right i guess uh, yeah not exactly not exactly yeah. ideal um so when we had uh luco poke on uh he told us um some stories about how uh your house was kind of like the hangout house like, yeah uh, nerf, yeah nerf gun and whatnot oh yeah so <laughs> that was that was the that year as well like the draft year we had uh that's kind of funny but we had this little group called the the beauty club it was just like oh a joke within the team because well it's like the guys the guys started calling us it because we'd get together and hang out so they started calling us the beauty club because we'd get together <laughs> so we just kind of ran with it and joked about it but That's yeah awesome. we'd get we'd get together like wednesday nights or something at my place and we'd play like mini sticks and manhunt and like nerf wars like we were like kids like it was like well I think that's what people forget too is right like you guys are still like teenagers like oh, you guys are, you're playing junior hockey and like you got like it's kind of your career and whatnot but like at the end of the day you're only 16 7 like you're between exactly 16 and 19 years old or 20 years exactly old, right? so and kids. it's it wasn't mandatory for like guys to take like courses and stuff at university so like guys had extra time on their hands they wanted to yeah. kill time and <laughs> so we would always hang out and like yeah. yeah, we would like by the end of the night, guys would be bleeding and like sweating buckets, and we'd be like, "Oh, geez, like we have a game tomorrow. Like, what are we doing?" Like, but we'd always end the night with we'd jump in my hot tub and all hang out for you know half an hour, and yeah. that always that always be the finisher. Yeah, the nice uh, relaxing time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that was that that was always fun having a. Like my place in junior, having that like place away from home for the guys, yeah, and like a spot that anyone can come and you know, get just away be away from, from yeah, get away from the rink, get away from billets, whatever, just like a little spot to detox for a bit. Yeah, kind of everyone yeah. let everyone be themselves and do their own yeah, thing. exactly, exactly. Make, make some good memories for sure. Yeah, and if anything ever needed to be hosted, it was hosted at my place, so <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. that's where it came in handy too for uh not getting in trouble and stuff yeah i was gonna say and it's uh better for you right you don't have to leave and go home after <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it, it works the parties for that very reason yeah but yeah i mean the, the the only thing is is when you become the absolute party house and then it's like yeah. every, every weekend it's let, let's let's go to your place and then everyone's leaving and you're the one staying up cleaning up all night then yeah. it gets old <laughs> yeah that's what you got the young guys for that's what they're yeah, gonna stick around say, that's what ricky that's what ricky's are for right you're not going yeah. nowhere buddy. yeah if, if they could still be up by then that's the thing yeah, that's true they're usually sleeping by that point fair enough yeah um, so did you have anywhere that you like dreaded playing in the ohl like like long road trips or anything like that um not, like I thought, I always thought like the Sioux games were tough. Like we'd always get in around like three a.m., four a.m. on that Saturday night, I guess, and play Sunday at two. Oh, that's rough. So that was always like our road trip, how it landed, but it always worked out like in our favor ish. Like we kind of just like go off adrenaline and just like, okay, you're going. Like yeah, yeah. Don't even think about it. Like just wake up. You're tired. Whatever. 
go play a hockey game. Yeah, just kind of, uh, kind of like, um, <clears throat> just push power through it. Exactly, like just like whatever you got left, like empty the tank, and this would be like a three and three too. So like you're already bagged. Yeah. And those ones are just the hardest if you lose, because then you got we have an eight and a half hour road trip back, so it's like. The mood's just like not, not fun for a road trip back. It's always nice to end that with a win, and yeah. at least the the mood's up in the bus, and you can, whatever. At least have a little it, bit more fun for that long of a yeah, time. Yeah, I was gonna say more. It's more like uh, easy going. There's like the yeah. tension's not as high. Well, you're putting a movie on, whatever. Guys can play cards, and yeah. I don't know. It's changes the mood a bit. Now you guys had a pretty cool bus, though, didn't you? Like you had a like kind of a top of the line coach bus. Yeah, yeah, like you got the the pit at the back where it's got like the four yeah four rotated seats at each other and then yeah, like like pretty nice with TVs and yeah, like we had pretty pretty top of the line. They did a great job with it with everything in, in Kitchener. Everything's pretty uh top of the line. There's not much that's not. Yeah. Yeah, Kitchener, you know, I mean, Kitchener is a hell of a place to play, right? So, I mean, yeah. fans go wild every Friday and oh, it's, it's Sunday home games. I wouldn't want to play anywhere else, if you're asking me. It was a dream come yeah. true, and that's there's no other place I'd rather play. Packing the odd, when we went on a run, like, the fan base was crazy. Like, yeah. Odd. When, when the odd gets going, it bumps, like, really good. And, you know, the fans, the fans <laughs> are rowdy. And I always, I always was a little, thought I was a little fan favorite getting them going out there. So, no, yeah, I always loved it. Definitely were. You definitely were. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember the fans loved you. The Kitchener yeah. fans loved the fights. Oh, yeah. yeah. They always loved, loved they always loved the getting fight. the, getting the chirp and going and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, before you went to uh, UNB, you had, um, you kind of, you went to a couple camps with uh, Arizona and Rochester. How was yeah. that? It was good. So, like that year, that was after my OA year. So I only played four games my OA year, um, because I had the shoulder separations yeah. again. So I had to get the get surgery. So um, I was fortunate enough to land a tryout with Arizona still and get like an opportunity after even yeah. not playing the full year. Like yeah. that was special. Um, it hurt me a lot that I didn't play the year before. In the sense, like for going to a camp, they're like, oh well, like you know he didn't play the year before yeah. like it's still in kind of that perspective of is this a good you know investment or is he going to yeah. be okay now like or is it just going to continue to happen so went had a great camp um you know played really well thought i um you know i fought i played my game and yeah. did everything I, I i thought i could to to at least land an hl deal or something yeah. but um they had 18 d at camp 18 signed oh. d so oh if you put that in yeah. perspective like eight in the nhl eight f8 like seven f seven that's hl that's to put in their, like echl team yeah so well that's sending that's sending four or five to the echl so yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's where it gets in tough so that's just that's just the hockey world it's a battle you gotta you gotta be able to beat someone out yeah oh for sure and then, and uh, so I, I was going to say, after that uh, Arizona camp, did you just, you picked up with uh, Rochester quickly? Or? Yeah, so went to went to Rochester's camp and didn't didn't really have my best camp, but it was kind of the same thing. Like, they had 11D there, mm -hmm. and yeah. every guy was on contract except for me. 
Yeah. So I kind of just came on a PTO quick. And then, yeah, once that didn't work out, like just came home and just started going over school options and decided like this is going to be the route I'm going to take. And when GMAC and UNB reached out to me, I, I knew that, you know, this was going to be a strong opportunity to come out here and, uh, you know, tour around and see what's the best choice for me. Yeah, and it was was going out east like was that like your number one choice or like what was what, what I, were you favoring when you were coming deciding on school? Yeah, like I never, I don't want to like say it's really cocky, but I never like thought I never thought school was really on the radar. Yeah. Um, for like majority of the point, like even while I was at like Arizona or Rochester's camp, like mm-hmm. no schools had reached out to me at any time, so like I it wasn't really on my radar because no one reached out to me so yeah I didn't and I didn't even really know about UNB mm-hmm. and everything so when they reached out and my agent you know messaged me um you know he said they're the powerhouse team like you're gonna have to fight for a spot like it's not easy there like you know it's a hard place to play yeah they were defending champs though right yeah defending champs like they already had 70 at the time um you know seven healthy d so it's like hard to come into but i knew the second that i came here and on the recruitment trip that this was the place to be and you know there's no other place you'd want to play with you don't you know if you can choose to be in a winning franchise why would you why would you choose another place you know we're in the yeah i mean we're in the mix you know (laughs) every year so i mean it's the place you want to be you know you guys have your AUS uh, final on uh, Friday night, right? Yeah, yeah, against Santa Fe, and then yeah, we'll both go to nationals. So let's okay. Because I was gonna say, yeah. Santa Fe, they're pretty, <coughs> um, a pr- pretty dominant team over there too, right? Yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've had a strong program over the years. Um, yeah, coming in probably just behind, just yeah. behind. Uh, I remember. Us. I remember watching them play at the odd when I was like eight years old. So like I remember them playing for like a national championship at the odd. Yeah. And like, and I remember them being like a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, there's been tons of like universities that have just had like like Alberta has like crazy amount of banners. They have like fifty four or something like first place pennants or something. It's crazy. So. That's insane. Yeah. But you know, UNB so, uh, in the last modern, you know, the modern era, the last twenty yeah. years, they've they've had like eight national championships, and I think we've for fourteen straight uh, first place pennants in the regular season now. So that's fourteen years of finishing first. Yeah, I was yeah. Say not a big so deal. not a big deal, eh? I <laughs> mean, yeah, for <laughs> these other programs, you know, you know, they can have their you know accolades, but we got ours too, so. We'll just continue to build ours. Exactly, that's the best way to do it. Did you yeah. Did you play with Liam Howell any of the years when he was in Kitchener? No, no. So that last know... year was his OA year. Okay. I was, I was still. Uh, I came back after the Rochester camp, and for like a month there, I practiced with the Rangers, just oh, to okay. keep conditioning stuff. So I was practicing with the team, and Howell was there, and all those guys. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I knew him well, and. Because he just won, uh, I think, MVP. Or yeah, yeah, he got MVP and rookie of the year. Yeah. 
<laughs> what yeah. is he, a 20, uh, 23 year old rookie or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. It's just, it's <laughs> just all these guys because we have such a big recruiting class, like for two years, right? So yeah. the rookies, <laughs> like the first all star team was the first rookie team, too. That's how crazy wow. it was. Oh, yeah, that's nuts. Because all the older guys left and kind of went pro. Yeah, like I'm just looking at some, like, well, we, we were looking at your, um, your roster when we were talking to Wilmsy. <laughs> And I think we figured out. I think there's like nine of you guys from Ontario. Yeah. And the rest, the rest either played in the Q or the WHL. Yeah. So I mean, like. Yeah, we loaded up. When, our, yeah. Yeah, like our 99 age group, like we loaded up on OHL guys like Landry, Nurse, Wilmsy, Keating, um, Carson. You know, all these guys. Like we just like loaded up on them last year so you know i like i like the, the good old 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 boys i know they're i know they know know what's up playing in the playing yeah. in the best league yeah that's what uh that's what we got told is that uh you guys always had to give uh give the chirps because um oh yeah always we always chirped you guys about being soft but yeah. you guys had more skill right yeah, that's yeah. what, well, yeah, there's always chirps going around about which league's better, but whatever, it's always, it's always just fun and games. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. You gotta, you gotta always stick with the O. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta love the O boys, got my O household right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, yeah, that's what uh, Wilmsy was saying, is that. Uh, Wilmsy, Keating, guys. and Nurse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That how, must, uh, that must that turn with... into a gong oh. show sometimes, yeah. or what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've had some fun, some fun parties here. I was gonna say, are you guys the party house now? Yeah, but my uncle uh, lives out here, so he bought us a house, and yeah, oh, it's basically sweet. turned turned into the yeah Fredericton real estate's not not exactly like Ontario, so no doubt. Oh man, yeah. it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Oh my god, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> Like yeah. it's gonna, they're gonna screw everyone. Like it's gonna be a million dollars just to get an apartment. Yeah, I can. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be cr- well out here. Like it's, there. he bought our house for two hundred k, four bedroom, two bathroom. Like it's a perfect student house for two hundred k. For two hundred k. Are you in there now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's sweet. Yeah. We can't even. Yeah, we can't even get a townhouse for two hundred k. Oh my gosh! You can't even get a box for two hundred k. Yeah, literally, yeah, literally. <laughs> box like steel box. They'd probably charge you more. Yeah, no, you're Oh Is there any crazy nerf battles that goes on in this house now? No, 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 no. A little bit more serious. We're sticking to cards and gaming. Yeah, a little more serious. Oh, uh, we've been we've been all over Fortnite lately. It's just Fortnite. Like, yeah, we're still all over each other. I don't know. We just we just play like zone worse. We just play each other each night, yeah. and it's always a battle. We have placement nights and stuff. Oh, and that's guys, fun. guys call them the majors. So like some nights it's like the PGA Tour. We have like a ranking system. It's just uh, no it's way, funny. that's sick though. Real yeah, so yeah, you, uh, yeah. The guys got the competitive the mode on. Does most of the team play then too? Like we have we have like a group of like seven or eight of us like seven or eight of us yeah but it's funny because in our living room we just have three tvs side by side so like (laughs) we're just all playing side by side so if like you can peek over look at your buddy see where he's at like see it yeah see how much health he's got maybe go fly onto him like whatever like 
Soon you're gonna have cardboard yeah. dividers going in between. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be, yeah. Once we start wagering, then that's when it gets serious. Start getting mad at each other and fighting. Yeah, yeah. Then you start smashing stuff. Stop looking yeah. at my screen. Yeah. Guys will be moving over the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. So uh so what are you taking right now for school? Business, yeah. I'm going through my business degree. Um, how far along are you into that one? Um, I'll, I'm in my third year, so next year will be my last year. Um, assuming, yeah. And then uh, next year, hopefully, any, my last year. Yeah, I was gonna say, you have any uh, plans after you graduate, or? Um, hopefully, just hopefully sign. Yeah, hopefully sign an AHL deal would be ideal um obviously i need to have a great year for that to happen and uh you know it's always good to end the year with a championship you know if you're to end next year with a championship and then you know my body would be in perfect condition to to go to pro hopefully and uh yeah i mean we'll we'll see how all that pans out at that time that's a long time away but that's uh that's the goal right now but you know the goal right right now is just focusing on uh you know, these next two weeks here and yeah, and getting shit done for our team and, you know, bringing home a, a long-earned Nationals that we've been waiting for a while. Yeah. Um, hungry. I, I can't remember hungry. Story, but, uh, Let's go. Where is, uh, where is the National Championships this year? It's in uh, Nova Scotia this year. Oh, cool. So, nice. yeah. not too far of a so, drive. So, four hours for us, yeah. but, but uh, yeah, everyone's got a hotel down there and stuff, so. It's perfect. It was there two years ago, actually, when we got canceled. So, oh, okay. Nice. okay. Um, yeah, we. It was actually funny because we played their first games of the tournament Thursday, and then it got canceled oh, no Thursday way. night. Well, so they were gonna let our tournament still go through, but everything canceled that night. So yeah, our tournament yeah. got shut down, and our it already started, which sucked because. Yeah, you're already there, ready to like go. Like, we were already there. You already like played, I'll... You already played a game, too. No, we didn't play a game well, we yet, but we, yet, we were supposed to play on the Friday because eight teams go, so two two games were on the Thursday, two Friday. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then Final Four Saturday, Final Two Sunday kind of thing. Is that the same kind of style this year, then? Yeah, yeah. It's just a yeah three games, all single elimination. March. Yeah, but, but it worked out like that year like alberta lost and didn't make it and like a bunch of like uh saskatchewan who finished second um lost first round to an ontario team and their goalie got like mvp of her whole league the night before at the banquet oh wow and let in like let in like four goals the first game or something <laughs> and they lost so like it was just like a like a bit of a shit show like yeah <laughs> and then next thing you know it's it's like the road for us was very, it was probably the easiest road to, yeah, to win it. Path. it. It was the easiest of the path it was going to be, and we were rolling at the time. So there was no way that we were we were losing that tournament. We were just too old and too grizzled at the time to yeah. for anyone to even yeah. touch us. Like, man, that COVID season just killed everything. Like, that's, man, oh. I feel bad for some, for you guys. Yeah, especially like but even you, like, like you were on a roll, right? So yeah, well, like even that year, like coming in, like I don't know if you guys remember Noah Carroll, like uh, like drafted to the NHL, like like coming into the team, like that was a spot like I had to take, and like that's an NHL draft pick, like that's how deep yeah. we were. Yeah, who's getting scratched? <laughs> like 
like that's we had five locks on like older guys on d like we were and like that was our the good thing is if anyone went down like we had guys go down guess, like we we, step had, we, had, we have an we have an nhl draft pick stepping into our lineup <laughs> yeah and in yeah. in u sports like any team's like loving this like some teams are only getting junior b players yeah you know and we got you know guys coming off our bench were unreal and look at that now like he's one of our best d on our team now you know and you know he's come a long way from his first two years like and know the lineup to now being like you know a stud on our team that now, just yeah, goes a long way he's a, he's a now, he's, now he's a grizzled vet and yeah. you know has <laughs> has the respect of a lot of guys no that's awesome um do you got any uh, cool, funny stories from the O that you can tell? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to just think of ones that are appropriate <laughs> for the podcast. Yeah, but I, I was actually going to talk about the beauty club because Wilbur was get, getting me juiced up saying I need to find a story. But, uh, <laughs> the beauty club. I love yeah. that there was a name on it and everything. That makes it even better. Oh, I know. It's just it was hilarious when the guys started talking to us about it. <laughs> just started throwing us into the bus. It. I and... can imagine it now. Oh, so funny. Here comes the beauty um, club again. Yeah, uh, exactly. Every time we'd go talk, we'd whisper together and be like, Oh <laughs> the beauties are talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, like hey. Like Kitchener was was an unreal place to play. Like, couldn't say anything better about that place. It was, it was unreal to play there, and yeah, like just unreal just to be able to live at home and have yeah. everyone around me too. Yeah. Like that was that was special for me, and I think the road, my road continues to you know be a little bit of an adventure, but you know it's yeah. still it's still I'm still having fun with it. So, you know, we'll see how it uh you know. Keeps keeps going. Yeah. No, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, yeah, you've definitely uh been through a definitely a different path in your hockey career. So uh, no, it's just awesome to see that you're still going and uh, still living the dream. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's fun playing out in Freddie Beach now, getting the degree and yeah, you know, going through GMAC bag skates every week. <laughs> so yeah, this guy. Our coach is a different breed. Does he He's, like? Uh, does he love his bag skates? Oh my gosh! This, if I wish more people in the world could meet this guy because their <laughs> their mind would be changed on life, and he, I'll never forget. Two years ago, we had a weekend. We won, ten nothing and eight nothing. Yeah, those were our two games, and Monday. We got Sunday off and we skated Monday and like at the end of the practice, he just waits down on the line and he's like got this massive smile on his face. <laughs> and no and like if you're not in a good mood, you're like looking down at him like I'm going to kill this guy. Like, <laughs> like you're like you're but like in the end, it's all it's all good. And like it's it's good to skate and it helps us to make us into what the team, you know, we are. But uh, yeah, like he just waits down there, and he'll have this massive grin on his face, yeah. and then we'll just like, he's got an Irene skate, which is down back, down back to half. Yeah. Okay. And we'll do that a bunch of times, and it's just like it's it's so hard. It's yeah. It's uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, he, it's like we literally, we literally scored eighteen goals in our last two games. 
Yeah, he, but he, Spanx game. All all he thinks about is March and yeah. how yeah, Nationals like we want like, that we, exactly like in in October it's like we're building for March we're yeah. building for March like yeah. that's all he thinks about is this championship like two years ago when it got canceled like we all went out and like had a fun night together like yeah just enjoyed it with the boys one last time with our team and he like sat in his room and he was like crying like disappointed all night like he wants to win and cares about winning so much that's why he does the things that he does like that's why we skate so much that's why you know he recruits so good because you know he he has to build this brotherhood and like he needs the right guys that know how to work like like we work so hard and some guys some guys wouldn't last year some guys don't last year Mm mm-hmm it's it's different like you, you got to be able to come into a monday knowing that you're gonna bag skate like yeah like well, it, like, even if you a have a sick program. weekend yeah, yeah. you're building a winning program right exactly and it's different it's not like you know pro where you have guys in and out like like new guys here and there like we have a team like, yeah exactly like yeah. no one's no one's getting traded everyone's yeah. here yeah so it's kinda like, it's kinda y'all like better like each other hockey. Yeah, yeah, like you are all, yeah, no one's getting traded, you know, we'll bring in new guys next year, but this is your team, so you might as well get together and form a bond and, and get to, yeah. you know, like be close, because this is it, yeah, and that's, that's where I think, that's where it's, it's so much more fun, because you can build a relationship with guys, because you know they're around, and you're, you know, you're going to classes with guys, and yeah, it's just a, it's been a fun it's been a fun journey so far and i'm still excited for you know the next uh year and a bit yeah yeah now um is it pretty much the same core group of guys from the last say two two years give or take yeah like two years ago we had a very we had a very old team so like that team's that team's basically gone um like from that team realistically there's only brady gilmore um like a couple other guys, Noah Carroll, Ben Gagne, like that's basically it. Like there's like four or five of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, the guys that we've brought in are next level. Like, yeah, it seems that way. Next yeah, level, yeah. good, and and the core group of older guys that we have are you know are very good too. Like our leadership groups, Grizzled, and they've they've all won it. You know, we have like the four or five guys that, you know, they're coming back that have all won in their fourth or fifth years. So that's always nice to have um, going into it with having guys with experience. That's always that's always a major thing in playoffs. Okay. I got to ask you a quick question because uh, you don't normally see this on elite prospects. It says that one of your goalies is an assistant captain. Yeah. Accurate? So. Yeah, like he's an assistant <laughs> cap. Like he doesn't have an A, yeah. but he's a okay. fifth year, and and essentially like he he is an assistant captain on our oh, team. Yeah, that's, like that's doesn't cool. wear a letter, but yeah, that it's just huge. yeah. He's he's a fifth year. He's he's the best goalie in the league, and like his attitude and like just the way like this guy's fifth year in engineering, so he's 
very smart. smart. Yeah. So he's a he's a great goalie and he's a brainiac. Yeah, and he's like a great like he's a great dude too. Like oh, that's awesome. Like he's a very like he's a very good guy too. Like very respectful and like like he's yeah. So he's like honestly like the, the ultimate perfect person and uh yeah like definitely a leader on our team like that's that's who you need your backbone to be yeah he's a good old and, saskatoon boy yeah oh and he's he's <laughs> unreal he he actually just got snubbed from first team all-star he was he had one i don't know if you saw his numbers this year but he he has a like one one loss and like got snubbed from first team Ulster and has unreal numbers, so yeah. kind of got That's snubbed insane. there. He's four. He's fourteen one and zero with a point nine three nine three eight and a one point three one point. Yeah, it's, wow, it's yeah. insane. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, and you don't get first no. Ball? No, it's our team's been getting snubbed with this stuff for years, and you yeah. know it's it's all right because we only focus on the big one, but. Yeah. It's uh, it continues to happen. So you know, G Max won uh fourteen straight first places, and he's only won coach of the year twice. So yeah, how does that make sense? Yeah, how does that make <laughs> yeah. sense? Like, like yeah. I know. Like, so like I'm not one to critique anyone, but I'm just saying what what the facts say. So yeah, exactly. That's... You're you're, re- you're just representing the numbers. Exactly. Well, just showing that you know sometimes it's. You know, credit deserved for us for, you know, you don't have to keep shaming our program or anything. Like, we're building yeah. a good team, and we're still players. We're still working. Like, yeah. any night we could lose, but we have to bring it every single night. Yeah, and it seems like you have been. You got OA yeah. U.S. final starting up this week. So. Yeah, well, game of hockey, anyone can win. That's the thing. That's true. If, yeah, and if it's you only, guys, It's only one game, right? Yeah, and if you guys were to pick, like, four teams right now to win the NHL finals. I'd I'd say that you'd be wrong. Like anyone can win. Yeah. Like if oh, you guys were to just pick four teams right now and say they're going to win the Stanley Cup playoffs, I I'd, I'd say I'd pick the other other chances. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean though, like, like if you if you looked at the NHL right now and you have Florida and uh Colorado are pretty much the two favorites. Florida, Colorado, Tampa, right? Pittsburgh, Carolina, uh, Calgary could be in there. Toronto, Calgary, like uh, you pick like, your top we don't talk four. About Toronto on this pod. Yeah, we're not Toronto fans on this pod. No Toronto <laughs> fans. Our, we're just trying to get uh, our team's just trying to get Shane right next year. <laughs> oh, Montreal, eh? <laughs> Big Habs yeah. fans. Yeah. Uh, tough year, yeah. eh? Tough year. Yeah, it's a bit of roller coaster. Going from going to yeah, uh, like like you were like you were saying spectacular season to them? yeah. No. <laughs> did anybody no. see them going to the cup last year? Not a chance. No, not one person other than a Montreal super fan would think that Montreal is going to the cup last year. First of all, like the Leafs, they like yeah. They're on the ropes each game, but they powered through and beat the Leafs, so that was huge. And then, yeah. yeah, they just kept beating teams, and that just shows like how far you can go with a strong decor, yeah, a massive goaltending, and a a forward group that could just put the puck in the net when you need timely goals. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and your goalie makes timely saves. That's just, yeah. you know, that's what you need. You got Carey Price. I mean, whew. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good start. One of the best goalies of all, arguably one of the best goalies all time, right? So, yeah, but I I wish I still wish like he got the cup. Like he he deserves a Stanley Cup to to his caliber. Like he he's been. It seemed like that was gonna be the fairy tale like year that he just like got it and like their decor was so strong like. I know Benny Sherratt very well, and like he's just such a oh, yeah. great player, like such a. He just got traded to Florida. Yeah, but he's, he's like such him. a good defenseman, and like, like Shea Weber, like those guys, like they were they were unreal last year. Yeah. They were so good, but Tampa's Tampa. They're yeah. a dream oh, they're team. So right now, right? Like, they're a powerhouse. They're the well, they got the five. Right they now. got five guys on their team that are like going up for awards every year. Yeah, like, every year. Kucherov's yeah. either like winning the league in scoring. Hedman's winning. Norris, <laughs> uh, Vasilevsky's winning the yeah. Vesna like they got points still. Stamkos like it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, that, Kalorn. That was like uh, like that it's was like last year. Last year in the, for the con smite. They literally, there's yeah. four of them that could have, that should have. Yeah, McDonough. Yeah. yeah. Like McDonough. they were saying yeah, even now. McDonough, like it was yeah. nuts. Like their, their team is loaded and like they still have Sergachev and Cernak. They're nasty. Like these guys are so good. Yeah. Like I've played against most of these guys. Like they're unreal. And like, it's just crazy to think like they have this team still and like, to even think last year they had like Gord and like Coleman and yeah. all these guys like they yeah. were loaded, like there was no way they were losing. No. Like they they were just a no. championship team like. Dynasty. They could easily do it. They could easily do it again. Repeat. One hundred percent. Look at the trades they just made. They just traded yeah. uh my like Boris. Yeah. Um, Boris. Yeah. And yeah, like Boris just got traded and Raddy just got traded for Hagener. And, um, yeah, like, they're just, they continue, why not go for it again when you do it? This is what Pittsburgh does every year. Yeah. You know, when you have your studs, you got to use them while you have them. Sid's only got so many years left, you might as well go at it each year. Yeah, they're they're thinking that this is his last, last, uh, pretty much last year of, like, a good cup run. Yeah, well, you're getting your... Your remaining prime S years are to Sid, Malkin, you know, you got some young guys coming up, but, but that era, like the era guys. Yeah. Like Latang, and yeah, they're just, yeah, they're still rolling. They just got Raquel. So yeah, that's a huge, they're going to be, that's a big pickup. So yeah, but Tampa's still, still wagon, but Florida, I think like getting Giroux and Sherrod just. Yeah, I think it's putting. They were a wagon them. already, yeah. and now they're like, if they get Ekblad and Sherrod and like all these guys healthy, like they're gonna be, well, they're gonna be Huberto tough to beat. Playing some unreal hockey right now too. Oh, Barkov, like they're yeah. just they're yeah. loaded up front. Reinhardt, like yeah, you name it. Yeah, like Ekblad's having a nasty year. Like the defense in the NHL right now are just nuts. Like Yossi's having a sick year. Like McCarr and Fox, like these yeah. guys are about to have like a hundred points this year. Like <laughs> yeah. they're about to throw up like yeah. historical numbers. Like it's it's nuts. It's crazy how good these guys are. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Paul. Do you got anything else? 
No, not well. really. Any, uh, <coughs> just like the typical, uh, how we wrap up these interview questions. If there was any, like, uh, one crazy story or one good story that sticks out from your hockey career you like to tell overall. Um, yeah, like, I think I, I'll just tell a story about, like, how, like, my one year, like, my shoulders, like, I'd get to the point where, like, I would, I'd be skating up the ice and, like, I'd literally just get flicked from behind and my shoulders would pop out. Wow. And I'd be, like, r- running to the training room and I'd be, I'd just grab, I got to the point where I'd just grab the bottom of the, of the training bed and I'd put my foot on the up button. Yeah. And I'd raise, I'd raise the training bed until it would pop back in oh and then I'd just God. tape it up quick and jump back on the ice and Gold oh it's just pretty nuts yeah like it was it was a very painful painful injury and stuff and and yeah like that year is like six to eight times it just kept happening it was it got to the point it was so loose so it was just pretty disgusting by the end but yeah it got to the point where it was it was time to call her and uh yeah. It was just get it was just to the point where like I was just getting tapped from behind and it was out and it was like this isn't even yeah. fun anymore. Yeah. I'm so like wearing I'm wearing braces. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I was wearing like say? braces on either shoulder, like restricting oh, my arms. Like I couldn't <laughs> even raise my arms to the side and stuff. And yeah. oh it was just like oh. horrible experience. Like it was like a man. robot out there. <laughs> How's your shoulders? Yeah, sorry, what were you gonna how's say? How's your shoulders been? Been, been all right lately? Yeah, yeah, good, really good. Hold it yeah, up like, well, yeah. Yeah, oh, the problem was the the first uh the first uh shoulder surgery on each shoulder didn't work. Okay. So like essentially like it just it didn't work at all. Like I came back first game, fought, it popped out, like it just didn't work at all. So that was like a long time because it was six to eight months for each, right? Yeah. So that's that's a year and a half of my life gone just wasted <laughs> kind of seems and then, like for nothing because it popped right out yeah like after exactly because <laughs> then i'm right back in surgery again so yeah. it's like essentially just wasted time and then i got the right surgery after like for yeah. my body and yeah ever since then they've been they've been strong they've been great i still have limited range but for the most part you know they're good and i've you know gotten them to the point where they're 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 good for me to play hockey. Good enough. Yeah, that's oh, that's good. awesome. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so yeah, um, then yeah, just want to say thank you for uh, joining us and coming on. It was uh, great to have you, and uh, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. It was uh, it was lots of fun. Thank you. Yeah. Best of luck. Uh, best of luck in the uh, AUS championship and the uh, national yeah, bring championship, home a championship tournament too. Beauty, yeah, we can do that. Let's get it. We'll, uh, we'll we might have go. To, uh, well, we might have to get uh, try and plan something to get together when um, you and Wilmsy are back home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for and sure. Maybe uh, maybe we'll drag Opie up too because I know he's coming. He's getting, getting married this, this summer. summer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting married at the I forget in Alora or something. Alora, yeah, the Alora Mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, so that's a nice place out there. Oh yeah, I will be there. That'll be a fun yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll Craigie's be fun. Gonna, Craigie's gonna be there too. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, 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 once again, thanks a lot for uh, coming on and go get that championship. For sure. Thanks, boys.
And we're back after that amazing interview with uh, Connor Hall. So we just want to send a quick thank you to Connor for coming on. Take a take some time out of his busy schedule as him and the UNB Reds hope to uh, make some noise in the uh, CIS uh, Hockey Championship hosted by Acadia University in Wolfville, Nova Scotia starting this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to say a quick uh, thanks to uh, Trevor here for not absolutely uh, butchering that outro after that interview. Oh, buddy. I don't even know what's going on today. <laughs> like, literally, like, just jumbling my words right now. But, yeah, no. Uh, thanks a lot, Connor, for coming on, dude. It was uh, great to have you on. And uh, congratulations on uh, catching that uh, AUS championship on Friday night there against the... Uh, who did they play, Trevor? They played the uh, Saint FX yeah. X Men. That's correct. I was gonna just about to say that uh, that's who they played. So, and I mean, um, yeah. So the boys are fine. I believe it was a two to one win. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna confirm that quickly. Um, if I can see it. But yeah, no, they've built a great, uh, great program over there. So, just looking. Yeah, so it was actually a three, three to one uh, win over Saint FX. Yeah, no, so it was so. good to see them catch another, catch another dub. I mean, both him and Wilmsy were very, uh, very hungry to go win this one. So, and I mean, they're going into the uh, national championship starting this Thursday as the uh, number two seed, eh? Yeah, I saw that. Like, it's weird that they got ranked number two behind uh, the Alberta Golden Bears. We will go through the eight um, teams in the seeding of how the playoffs go, and we'll talk a little bit about the format as well. So anyone that's interested in checking out the um, the national uh, collegiate, well, Canadian National Collegiate Tournament, um, we'll definitely talk about that in detail. But yeah, no, it's weird how they were ranked first for majority of the season. And all of a sudden, now Alberta gets the number one spot, even though um, the UNB Reds were a 21-3-0 in their regular season, and Alberta was 16-3-1. So, I mean, it's kind of questionable how they figure out the rankings, especially at right at the end, right, for the year-end tournament. Yeah, no, it's I, I agree. It definitely is uh, definitely is questionable. So we'll see how it, uh, how it plays out and affects... Uh, affects them for how the uh, rest of the tournament goes i mean the bears were able to win the canada west championship this year and then you've got the uh university of trois rivieres who won the uh, oua championship and i mean they are the uqtr patriots yeah so yeah so we're, i'm just gonna quickly go through the uh the eight teams that are at the cha- national championships so uh, at number one is the University of Alberta Golden Bears. They were the Canada West champions. Uh, number two, the UNB Reds, AUS champions. Three were the UK, UQTR Patriots, OUA champions. At number four, the Brock Badgers. They were the OUA finalist. Number five is the St. FX X-Men. They are the AUS finalist. Number six, you have the uh, University University of British Columbia Thunderbirds. 
They were the uh, Canada West finalist. And seventh, you have Ryerson Rams. They were the OUA bronze medalist. And at eight, you have uh, Acadia Axemen, who are the hosts. Yeah. So. So uh, it looks like it's just uh, one one game elimination type tournament here, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. So uh, starting on uh, Thursday, March 31st, uh, at noon, you got uh, quarterfinal number one between St. FX and Brock. And then at 6 p.m., you have quarterfinal number two with uh, Alberta um, versus Acadia. And then on Friday, April 1st, you have um, at noon, you have Ryerson versus UNB. And quarterfinal number four at 6 p.m., you have the UBC versus UQTR. And um, all teams are Eastern. Yep. Standard time. So, yeah, so it, it looks like it could be a. It, it, oh my gosh, what am I doing today? <laughs> Holy cow. Um, I promise I'm sober right now, too. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, so, so uh, it looks like it should be a great, uh, great weekend of hockey. Um, just a quick note, um, if you have, if you are checking out some of the rosters, um, you definitely will recognize a bunch of names from the Ryerson Rams. You got, uh, Johnny Duco, who's the head coach, um, Kitchener Rangers player, players and fans will definitely recognize that last name. Cause that's, uh, Mike Duco's brother. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, a couple of other, uh, past Kitchener Ranger players, um, Elijah Roberts. And David Miller, and also Waterloo native uh, Chris Playfair, and um, anybody that followed the Windsor Spitfires Memorial Cup run in 2016 2017, um, player uh, Jeremiah uh, Jeremiah Addison is also on that team. Yeah. So uh, they definitely have. They're kind of like uh, UNB, right? Where they they have a lot of um, ex CHL players, but. So, but at the same time, UNB is a very strong team. So I know you and I, are, we're both rooting for them. So, yeah, we are. I mean, we're not, I'm not too sure how much bias we're allowed to show, but I mean, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> considering, considering we've now had two UNB players on here, let's go Reds, baby. Yeah, let's go. And I mean, uh, yeah. And uh, actually speaking of those two players that we've had on the show already, um, both of their uh, roommates actually score um, had a couple points in that uh, final game the other night. So just a house full of beauties. Yeah, Austin Keating picked up two assists, and uh, Isaac Nurse picked up an empty net goal. So I mean, uh, we may have to go for the whole set, eh? Get <laughs> get all four on the show at one time. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like that'd just be a gong show. Oh man, hopefully. Oh, dude, could you imagine if we get all four on the same like call? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even want to start to think about how I would try to manage that. But honestly, we would have to like literally tell them, be like, "You're going into your living room, like straight up." Yeah. <laughs> get like a big like just us on the TV. <laughs> we made sick. it big. Oh, yeah. man. No, that'll be good. But yeah, so uh, yeah, the national championship um, is starting this weekend, so it should be a good, great weekend of hockey. Yeah, so uh, be sure to go check that out. Uh, I mean, as the as the fellows talk about in the uh, interviews, like it's it's good good hockey. So I mean, I know I'm going to be trying to find a way to watch some of the tournament that's going on this weekend. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I believe it's on. I want to say I saw where you can see it, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, 
Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm sure you could find it online if you look hard enough. Yeah. So, no, yeah. it should be a, it should be a good weekend and uh, good luck to everybody involved and uh, especially the uh, our favorites, the UNB Reds. Let's go, baby! Get that championship you boys are hungry for. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the NHL stuff now, brother. Yeah, man, the NHL fantasy talk. Yeah, you were just saying that uh, one of the guys that we talked about last week is on a tear right now. Yeah. Brock, uh, Brock Nelson is lighting it up right now after we uh, put him on about the uh, um, fantasy talk. Should be picking him up. Yeah, so if you haven't, go do it now. I mean, he's not available in my league because I picked him up, and I am reaping the rewards. I'm having a big week right now. And uh, I uh, I can thank Brock Nelson for a little bit of it anyway. I mean, he's having a good year, though. I think he's super underrated this year. He's got 31 goals, so. That's impressive. Yeah. And like, I mean, straight up. And our first, our, uh, first ad of the week is actually his line mate, uh, Anders Lee. He's a left winger from the Islanders as well, 49% rostered. And he is uh, behind only, and he is right behind uh, Brock Nelson with 25 goals. And he is tied for fifth in points and tied for first in goals since the fifth of March this year. Honestly, I'm kind of shocked that he's only 49% rostered. Yeah, I am too. Like, truthfully. Like, he's always been a great player for New York Islanders. Like, I mean, he's a great captain. So, I mean, like, and probably he puts up some. With, probably just comes with them struggling. Probably, yeah, that's a very great point. Because, I mean, like. He's a great, like, he always puts up good numbers. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious how he's only 49% rostered. But, like you said, um, when a team is struggling, people start to, like, kind of shy away from picking up those uh, specific guys, at least. Like, you might have the odd guy, like, say the Leafs were struggling, you're always going to pick up Austin Matthews and, like, Mitch Martin, right? Because, you know, even if them struggling, it's, well, it's kind of like Edmonton. Like, you're always going to pick up McDavid and uh, Drysdale. Yeah, but they're NHL gonna... superstars. Yeah, it's it's a little different because the Islanders don't really have a crazy big superstar. At all. Like, they yeah. got some solid players, but no McDavid's or Drysdale's. No. No. And then the uh, next player we got is uh, Eric Halla. Another one of those kind of dual eligibility guys that uh, set play center and left wing for uh, the Boston Bruins. 5% rostered. He's got three straight three straight multi-point games now, and he's uh, playing on a line with uh, Pasta and Taylor Hall. So, I mean, when you're playing with those two dudes, yeah. I mean, I feel like the points are just going to come. I was going to say, like, Eric Hall is a – he's a pretty gritty player, right? So, I mean, like, he's definitely Eric one of those Hall. guys. Is that what you said? No, I said Eric Hall. Oh, Eric Hall. I thought you said Eric Hall. No, no. <laughs> I didn't miss – I didn't mix up this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so Hall is a pretty, like – He's one of those guys, kind of like like a Swiss uh, Army knife, right? Where he's kind of jack of all trades. Like he's gonna he's gonna go and battle like pucks in deep and stuff like that. So, but like like you said, when he's playing with a lo- on a line with Past and Hall, like I mean, you can only be good with those two guys. Yeah, that's what how I feel it is. <laughs> so I mean, like you have like arguably like Past and Hall are like unreal players. So I mean, the fact yeah. that like you're playing with them is pretty impressive. That Obviously, it goes to show how good of a player you are if you're able to keep up with those two guys. Yeah, and like just shows the respect level you got from your coach as well. So, absolutely. Uh, next guy we got is uh, Sean Dersey. 
defenseman from the LA Kings. Only rostered in 7% of leagues. He's got uh, 7 points, 4 on the power play, 10 hits, 12 blocks, 15 shots on goal over his last 15 games. Or 15, 7 games, sorry. And he is uh, currently playing on the uh, top power play instead of Drew Doughty while he battles injury. Yeah. Um, Shunders, he was an original second-round pick by Toronto. But uh, they ended up trading him away, I believe, um, a couple years ago. So, I mean, the fact that you can play with Drew Doughty is um, some great learning experience. And, I mean, like, he's playing on top power play. Like, oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Yeah, Doughty's hurt. Oh, okay, sorry. I read that playing with him. But, like, the fact that he's able to step up in uh, Doughty's absence give, just goes to show how much potential you have and how much trust um, your coaches have in you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, like. Like, he's got some great numbers over the last seven games. So, I mean, like, you definitely got to give him a try, right? Especially, like, right now, like, there's only, like, most leagues, there's only this week, like, this finishing week and next week. Then you most leagues are in playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you pretty much, you're fighting for every single point you can get right now in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. 100%. And then our uh, final ad for this week, we're going to go to the goaltender route as we try to do every week. But uh, we're going to go with uh, Logan Thompson from the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Only 10% rostered. He's got a 4-2-0 record with a 9-2-7 uh, save percentage. Filling in for an in- injured Robert Leonard and uh, struggling Brassois. And I mean, he uh, had some pretty decent stats out of the AHL this year with the uh, 13 9 and 4 record, a 928 percentage, and he had two shutouts. So, I mean, if Vegas is playing well, I mean, it kind of going to fall back on the goalie if he can play well, too. And I mean, this guy seems to be playing decently coming up to the NHL. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely uh, stepped up when he had to. And I mean, Vegas is kind of that team where they kind of need everybody on firing on all cylinders right now. Because I mean, like, they kind of got hosed with that. Um, Dodonov trade. Yeah. Very interesting scenario there, but Yeah. You know what? It's funny because like they were trying to see like who was fault at that one. And they were trying to say blame it on Ottawa, but apparently Ottawa gave their gave the list to Vegas when he trade was traded to them. So I it sounds like somebody in Vegas front office uh, dropped the ball. Yeah, so for anybody not familiar with the situation, there was a, a trade completed between uh, who was it between uh, Anaheim and Vegas. Vegas. So the trade the trade was supposed to um, send Evgeny Dadonov, Dadonov, um, yeah, to uh, Anaheim to clear up some uh, cap space, space, so that um, I believe it was Alec, Alec Martinez was supposed to come off the IR. LT, but because of that, I don't believe there's any um, there's as much cap space anymore. So he may have to wait until playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so there was uh, there was a, a ten team no movement clause that Anaheim was a part of, but apparently nobody knew about it. Yeah. Well. Well, it sounded like people knew about it. it. Just it wasn't right in the contract, or if it was, it was like kind of like hidden a little bit. But I mean, but like, like a no trade clause. I don't know. It's weird. No, no, but like so, like from what I've seen, the no trade clause 
was all seven Canadian teams and all the um, California teams. Oh, okay. Because of the taxes. Yeah. Which, and then he didn't want to go back to Canada. Mm-hmm. So, and like, so that's why he was traded to Vegas from Ottawa, right? Because Vegas wasn't on that no move clause. Yeah, yeah, okay. Makes sense. But it's weird that, like, you would think that, like, if he was traded with no move clause from Ottawa to Vegas, people would have known that he had a limited no no movement clause. Yeah, no, it's a sticky situation. Yeah. But so I think Vegas is going to get fined, like, because of it. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, see, that's, I don't know. You'd think that the NHL would have done the dude, like, they approved it and everything. Yeah, exactly. Somebody, like, somebody in Vegas dropped the ball, but somebody in the NHL dropped the ball, too. The fact that it was, it wasn't denied, right? Because, I mean, like, like, it was, it almost was a day after. Then they figured it out. Yeah, so it should, well, I mean, I don't know. Weird, like you said, weird situation. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. And into then, the uh, CHL top prospects game, buddy. That was last Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so Thursday, Team White win. Yeah, it was Wednesday night. Um, Team White win. Uh, won that game three to one. So uh, Shane Wright scores the only goal for Team Red to open up the scoring. And Moose Jaw Warriors forward Jaeger Furcus wins Team White Player of the Game. Yeah. And then the. Uh, Team Red player of the game went to uh, Shane Wright. So then on uh, on the Tuesday before the game, they host the uh, testing combine. Yeah, so uh, Matthew Savoy of the Winnipeg Ice actually won that overall. So they did, um, I believe it was, um, there would have been one, two, three, four, five, six. There was about close to uh, eight events that they did. So a lot of it was like skating forward, skating uh, forward with a puck, backwards skating, backwards skating with a puck. Um, okay. Weave yeah. agility, yeah. So weave agility, transition agility, and reaction, and then so they did it with and without the puck. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so the top five guys overall um, between those events were uh, Matthew Savoy of the Winnipeg Ice, Vincennes. Rohur of the Ottawa 67s, David Goyette of the Sudbury Wolves, Isaiah George of the London Knights, and Shane Wright of the Kingston Frontenacs. So, do you remember when uh, Wilmsy said that uh, the OHL was the skilled league out of the CHL? Yeah. These boys just proved it right there with four out of the five overall um, coming from the uh, OHL. Yeah. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) There it is. Shout it out, OHL. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But, you know what's even crazier is Matthew Savoy was a sna- uh, a snub from uh, Team Canada this year. Yeah, we're never going to forget that one. Nope. But, I mean, <laughs> we'll see him in August? Oh, yeah. I, well, no. Maybe? I, I, are they allowed to update the rosters? I don't know what's going on. Because, like, what if Shane Wright doesn't go? But that's the thing. Like, I don't know, bro. Well, every single t- country is like that, though. Because, like, every single country's top players are eligible to the NHL draft. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, you have guys like... Um, but now, like, the NHL is going to have a say. 
Logan Cooley. Logan Cooley's going to go top five, you probably from uh, USA. So it's like, it's like, are they going to want a bring in? Like he could easily be in the NHL next year. So I mean, like Shane Wright's going to be in the NHL next year, right? Like I know if I'm a Montreal uh, GM, I'm not going to want my future uh, centerman playing in a in a tournament in August that doesn't really like matter. That's right? what I, so mean. I mean. Like he's literally a month away from training camp. And I mean, like, Shane Wright should be in the NHL next year. Like, and I mean, so, like, especially if he does go to Montreal, it's like, why would you want your number one uh, draft pick going to play in a summer tournament? Yeah, that's the thing. So, so like, now the NHL is going to have their say in these players going. So, I don't yeah. know. I'm still very intrigued to see how the uh, that World Junior Tournament is going to play out. But Well, even... Like even if uh, even if NHL player like even if they are allowed to go like after getting drafted, you have a guy like Matthew Savoy who's lighting it up right now this year, and he was a snub from this year. Like it's like, okay, well this guy is in tip top shape. He's leading the uh, like he's destroying the uh, WHL right now. So I mean like, why would you not bring him? Pick him up. Yeah, right? exactly. So, like, like now you could pick up a whole. You could have a whole new team. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. I don't know. But I feel like we gotta wait for more rules to be brought out. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely keep uh talking about it when once we know more information about it. Yeah, exactly. So now uh we're going to the Kia CHL top ten. Um in number one, the Edmonton Oil Kings, number two, Winnipeg Ice, number three, Hamilton Bulldogs, number four, Charlottetown Islanders. Number five, Kamloops Blazers. Number six, Everett Silvertips. Number seven, Sherbrooke Phoenix. Number eight, North Bay Battalion. Number nine, St. John Sea Dogs. Number 10, Portland Winterhawks. I feel like I keep saying all it is is just Edmonton Oil Kings every single week. And I mean, yeah, (laughs) they're playing well, but the Edmonton, those Winnipeg Ice are coming for them hot. I was going to say they've caught them in the standings. I would, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, right now they're two games, uh, so they are two points ahead of them, and with a game in hand. So, wouldn't exactly. be surprised. I'm, I might be calling the future here. Wouldn't be surprised if you see at Winnipeg at number one next week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But now we're gonna go the uh, left side lock CHL top ten again. <laughs> Uh, same as last week, the <laughs> the number three teams are the same as the CHL top ten. So I mean, it kind of goes to show how well those uh, teams are playing right now. Or so I think, number one, or the CHL just listened to you, Trevor. I think so, man. They may. Hey, I might be. They might be calling me for some information soon. Who I think knows? they're just listening to the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this guy's gonna do the work for us, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the left side lock CHL top 10 are number one, the Edmonton Oil Kings, number two, Winnipeg Ice, number three, Hamilton Bulldogs, number four, Everett Silvertips, number five, Kamloops Blazers, number six, Charlottetown Islanders, number seven, Sherbrooke Phoenix, number eight, Portland Winterhawks, number nine, North Bay Battalion, number 10, Quebec Ramparts, and honorable mentions. Go to the Windsor Spitfires, 
the Acadie Bathurst Titan and the St. John Sea Dogs. So the Windsor Spitfires are on a roll right now. Are they? Yeah, they are now the, uh, the top team in the uh, Western Conference by five points. And they're on a seven-game winning streak. Huh. So all of a sudden, they came out of nowhere here. Yeah, because I mean, I like guess they weren't so. even on the. They haven't even been on the radar for the last like week and a bit. So, yeah, but I'm looking at so the Kia CHL top ten. They got the St. John Sea Dogs in there, man, and I put them as honorable mention. But like, I it's because I didn't have anybody else. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm kidding. I'm like I'm not kidding, dude. Like, it's, it's a pity shot. Yeah, literally. Like, like they are the ho- like their Memorial Cup hosts, right? But I mean, like they're sixth place. In the uh, Quebec League, and I mean, they're a point. They're only a point ahead of Gatineau. Like they are, they have one. Like they are eight two and zero zero out of their last ten. So I mean, like they are playing like okay hockey. But I mean, like I wouldn't put them in a ninth spot overall, where you have Acadia, or yeah, Acadia Bathurst, who's not even in the top ten, and they're on a nine game winning streak. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, eh? And they're ahead, they're ahead of them by two points. So, I mean, like... So, I just don't get... I don't see it, but, I mean... Unless they're going off some other, like, uh, stat, like stats or something. Maybe like they got... Uh, maybe they got Jared over there with the advanced analytics. Man. For for all we know, he, he's probably working for him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know he, he's pretty busy with... Uh, his actual full-time job, so <laughs> keeping everybody safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, like, the CHL's winding down. I mean, the playoffs are pretty close, pretty close coming. I mean, the OHL's got 10 teams now locked in the playoff spots. And we got So we got the uh, Hamilton Bulldogs, Windsor Spitfires, as Trevor was just talking about, the North Bay Battalion, Kingston Frontenacs, Flint Flyerbirds, the Mississauga Steelheads, London Knights, Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds, and the Barry Colts. So there's still uh, six spots up for grabs. Yeah, so one of those teams that are fighting for um, the last uh, four spots in the Western Conference is the Kitchen Rangers, our hometown team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on a, a 6-4-0 and in their last 10. They did lose to uh, today to the Flint Firebirds, but um, they're making a big push for um, – right now they're in seventh place. And I mean, like, what was it? Three weeks ago, they weren't even in a playoff spot. So, I mean, so they're coming out firing on pretty much every game. They beat a strong London Knights team yesterday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they're going to be fighting for those last four spots. And I mean, like, it looks like Owen Sound and Guelph can comfortably stick at five and six. Yeah. And then you'll have... Kitchener, Sarnia, and Erie fighting for that last uh, two spots. But, I mean, Kitchener is six points ahead of Erie, and uh, Sarnia is three points on Erie. So, we'll see what happens, especially um, coming down to the stretch. Mm-hmm. So, And then, um, in the Eastern Conference of the uh, OHL, you have uh, Oshawa, Ottawa, and uh, Peterborough fighting for those last three spots, as well as uh, Sudbury. So, I mean... There's a nine-point difference between Oshawa and Sudbury. So those four teams are going to be battling out for the last uh, three spots. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting tight over there too now. So that's going to be that's going to be pretty fun to watch. 
I mean, there's quite a few teams now uh, locked in on the WHL side of things as well. You've got the uh, Everett Silvertips, Kamloops Blazers, Portland Trail Blazers. No. What's the Portland team name? Winterhawks. Winter I said Trail Blazers like we're watching basketball. Yeah. What's the the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Thunderbirds, Kelowna Rocket, Winnipeg Ice, Edmonton Oil Kings, Red Deer Rebels, Moose Jaw Warriors, and the Saskatoon Blades have all clinched playoff spots in the WHL. Yeah, so uh, right now in both conferences in the dub, you have uh, the uh, last three spots are open. And it looks like um, Vancouver and Victoria could possibly be comfortable in the six and seven spots in the east. Sorry, in the west. But uh, and then Prince George and Spokane and even Tri-City Americans will be all fighting for that last uh, playoff spot. Because between Prince George and Tri-City, there's only four points. And Spokane is two points behind uh, Prince George. So that last playoff spot in the Western Conference is definitely going to be tight. And then when you go look at the Eastern Conference of the WHL, like, yeah, Brandon Wheat Kings probably are going to secure sixth place. Yeah. But then from 7, 8, 9, and 10, and even 11, um, you have from, yeah, so from 7th to 11th, there's only a six-point difference. And... Mm-hmm. You want to hear a crazy number? Always. The Medicine Hat Tigers only have 26 points this season. In 60 what? games. In 60 games. 26 points. 26 points. So their, their record is 11 wins, 45 losses, 3 overtime losses, and 1 shootout loss. Yeah, that's terrible. Like... You literally, they literally have 48 overall losses this year. Yeah, god awful. Wow. I like, I, I was kidding. Like, I wasn't kidding. Like, I was literally looking through it, and all of a sudden, I it drops from 51 to 26. So, I'm like, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, are my eyes like bugging out right now? <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. I was like, that's such a huge like, point difference. Yeah. <laughs> but then, man, but you look at the uh, the Quebec Major Junior League. Cape Breton Eagles only have 30 points in 51 games. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, so it's like, holy cow. So in the uh, queue, we've got three teams that have uh, clinched. Trevor, what are these three teams? So the three teams that have clinched uh, are the Charlottetown Islanders, the Quebec Ramparts, and the Sherbrooke Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like like we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, they're all, all three teams are consecutive. Um, consistent and being that in that top 10. So, I mean, like, Charlottetown is, well, those three teams have been kind of, like, pulling away from. But, like, between those three, anybody could be uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League champions yep. overall in the yeah. regular season. So, I mean, but, like, right now, I believe we have 16. So, the top, um, so, like we said, Cape Breton is pretty much out. Like, <laughs> I don't think they got a shot at being at 16. Victoriaville is four points out of the 16th spot. Um, or sorry, correction, three points out. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, by Como, Como Kukitini. Holy cow, that's a mouthful. Uh, Ruin Noranda. 
um, all within like five points of each other, um, battling for the last like four playoff spots. So, but uh, right now, yeah, I believe Cape Breton's pretty much the guarantee to be eliminated. And then um, I guess in the queue, they don't have uh, conferences. They just have the top 16 teams go. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so they have officially announced that uh, Charlottetown, Quebec, and Sherbrooke are um, have clinched a playoff spot. Well, there it is then. And there is your CHL update for this week. Anything else for uh, this week's episode, Chevy? Oh, buddy, I don't even know. What's was this week? Um, let me look. The, uh, what's it called? The Little Frogs dodgeball team, we have our first playoff game. Wow, um, you have playoffs too? Oh, yeah, dude. Guaranteed two or three games. <laughs> so, we make the other teams we make the other teams feel like they're uh, superior um, to us, and then... We I was going to say, like, you guys them. don't, like, all enter the gym, like, playing a giant game of Leapfrog or something, do you? No, we don't, but, like... <laughs> That would be hilarious. Oh, man. Now I'm putting ideas in your head. Oh, man. I got to do that. That would be actually hilarious. <laughs> so, man. But, yeah, no, we're starting playoffs this week. So, hopefully um, hopefully we can get some Ws. But, uh, yeah, so it should be a good week. And then um, it's crazy that it's already uh, April on Friday, hey? Yeah. I mean, the month is just kind of, or the year is just flying so far. I'm ready for some uh, warm weather now, though. Oh, my gosh, man. It was freezing today. Yeah. I think I saw 17 degrees later on in the week. Oh, really? Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. so, my, so, my dad calls me. He's like, he's like, how are you doing? I'm like, like I'm wearing a toque in the house, inside, right? And he's like, he's like, you look cold. I was like, dude, it's freezing outside right now. He's like, ha, oh, that sucks. He's like, he's like, it's 28 degrees in Florida right now. Oh, I forgot he's in Florida. I was like, oh, buddy. I was like, did you tell him that you were just recovering from the party at his house last night? No, I should have. That would have been hilarious. I, I should call my mom. Why do you got like, the toque on? Because I'm so hungover, Dad. Yeah. Oh, dude, she would lose it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for those that know, <laughs> it was uh, it was a very, uh, it was a regular thing that if my parents went to uh, the States when we were younger, and we didn't go with them. There was a good chance there was a party at the uh, Rhine House. A banger of a party, usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't tell them all the secrets. No, 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 no. That's all they're getting. They do. Well, I get my well, my parents know about the shoe on the roof one, but. Yeah, I mean, but that, yeah. <laughs> that was my. That was probably my favorite. Like that was hilarious. Oh my god! Too many good stories, dude. Oh yeah, buddy. But yeah, you got any plans for the rest of the week? No, not really this week. week. Not really this week. Watch some more March Madness. I mean, it's been a fantastic tournament so far. Yeah, so. I was hoping that uh, St. Peter's could have uh, kept the Cinderella story alive today. But uh, UNC beat them. Oh, did they? So we're getting Duke and UNC, eh? Yeah. Ooh, so. But I mean, like, I don't know why, dude. That's a solid... I hope Duke goes, bro. Yeah, honestly, I said that to my buddy. I said that to Godfrey the other day, right? I was like, I was like, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Duke win just to see Coach K's last year. Yeah, gotta do it for Coach K. So, 
Yeah, I mean, and we I got mean, Villanova like, against Kansas and Duke against oh, North Carolina. Oh, baby. I mean, right now you got two two seeds, a one seed, and an eight seed. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be uh, some good Final Four. And then that uh, national championship is going to be a tight battle, too, which is kind of nice, right? Like when you have some powerhouses in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun to watch. So, I'm excited. But, I love March Madness. Yeah. Well, March Madness is... Ma- Oh my! I was gonna say Madison, March Madison, March Madness is the only tournament that you can have so many upsets in the first week and nobody's gonna predict it. Yeah, right. Like, like look at how many. Uh, there wasn't a single perfect like perfect bracket. No, I don't think after, there ever has been. After the first round, I think there might have. I feel like there should have. There could have been a couple. Like a, like throughout the history. Not like a full complete bracket. Okay. I don't Mark. believe so. Like, it's actually crazy. Perfect bracket. Let's see. Like, I think the highest anyone's gotten is like 54 or something. So, what's the best? What's the longest running perfect? Back in 2019, um, someone picked the first 49 games correct. That's what it was. 49. That's the best, though. No one's ever got the full bracket. Yeah. So, then the previous record was 39. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy, I, dude. That's why I so love that tournament. You know like, what the odds of you know what the odds of uh or actually not even that. Uh, yeah, the odds is you'd have to get thirty sixty three games correct. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um outrageous. Okay, <laughs> the actual odds of a perfect bracket bracket based on a fifty fifty shot of each game is one in Oh my gosh. Nine quintillion, 223 quadrillion, 372 trillion, 36 billion, 854 million, 775,808. Well, first of all, that was a Trevor genius moment. Second of all, holy shit. Okay. I'm not gonna, I won't lie to the, um, I won't lie to the listeners. I did read that off of an article. Oh, I thought it was just in they, front of you. No, no. They, so, so what I'm looking at right now is they did. They have the number, and it's like so four, seven, ten, thirteen. Um. So, so ugh, why can't I count right now? Four, yeah, seven, ten, thirteen, <laughs> sixteen. 19, so they have it's basically a nineteen digit number. Holy! And then they spelled they spelled it out. So that's oh. why I was that's why I, like I read it off so easily. You should have just taken though. You should have just taken. Man, it. I, I can't I lie. I can't lie about that. Like, I would have taken it all. People day. are gonna walk up to me and be like, just throw out numbers and be like, oh, what is it? And I'm like, I'll look at them and be like, I have no clue, buddy. Minnesota win six game in a row. Oh yeah. Did Kaprizov get any shorty? I need some uh, some power play points. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that's uh, pretty much it for uh, this week's episode. I mean, if you guys have been enjoying the Left Side Lock Hockey Podcast, be sure to uh, like and subscribe to however you listen to us today. And a uh, quick reminder that we are a Shape by Sports podcast, so be sure to uh, go check out their website. There's uh, more blogs and uh, everything else coming out on there. So, uh, so yeah. Trevi, 
Have a fantastic week, bro. You as well, buddy. I shall, I shall. And same to uh, all of you listeners at home. Hope you guys have a great week this week. Enjoy some hockey. Sit back, relax. Hopefully uh, the nice weather's coming. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, have a great week, everybody. And we will talk to you next week. See ya. Cheers, friends. Cheers.